0: Dean, Matt and Shannon Yeager are on the line and they're here to talk about their daring attempt known as the 48-48-48 Pickleball Challenge. Not only are they both aviation enthusiasts, but they also share a love for this game that has them bouncing off the walls. And they've just purchased a Cessna Turbo 206 and are ready to take to each state to prove that they are true champions of the game. Now, this is interesting because Dean is talking to us via Zoom and then shannon is talking to us on the phone but we can still see him he's explained to me how that technology works i'm gonna try that someday but good afternoon to you both or good morning i know it's quite early there
3: hello toby good afternoon
0: so what is this challenge basically because is this something that's been done before or are you kind of invented it because it sounds so out there
3: well there's uh, if, if i may there's a lot of uh you know guinness world records uh that, that they have we actually had to work with guinness World Records to come up with the criteria for this category. And here at states they've got, you know, we have 50 states, but our orphans are Alaska and Hawaii. So they have a, a they've recognized uh, what they call the conti- continuous United States, where we call it the lower 48 states. And what Shannon and I are going to do is hop on a plane, we're going to play pickleball in each of these states. We're going to leave May 1st out of Sarasota, Florida, uh, go clockwise around the country, and uh, hopefully get back here by May 26th. Shannon, anything to that.
2: Yeah, well, the, the the interesting part to me is is that you know people have done all kinds of reasons to go and visit places. Well, we really enjoy the pickleball, and it's about the people that you meet and the differences in play just around the United States. You know, I've also played a little bit internationally, and, and it's different when you play internationally. But because the U.S. is so big, and there's quite a variety of both people um, and how they play this game, so it's neat for us to be able to go around and, and see how different people play the game, how they interact with it, and of course, the good reason for us to get in our airplane and go scoot around the country. It'll take us a little over 80 flying hours to accomplish this. And we're hoping to get recognized by Guinness, but it's just one of those things that it's one of those endurance events. You know, I've run those things where 12 people get in the van and we run 200 miles yeah. um, it, oh, by foot. So um, this is kind of one of those things. We're going to get out, we're going to play an active game, then go get crammed in a little tin can <laughs> yeah. and go fly to the next one and then and then get out and play it again. So it's pretty fun and exciting and, and we're looking forward to looking around the country.
0: It certainly sounds exciting. Is it going to be quite tiring doing a pickleball game every day and you're constantly on the move? Well we're it's actually good- going to be doing more than
2: one per day in most wow. locations uh, to be able to pull this off, we're actually trying to, we're not going to give away the bag too much here but uh, we're going to try to do this in a lot less than 48 days, remember this is about the, the record that we're going for is actually the fastest to accomplish the 48 games in 48 days, yeah. so we think we can do it in time so we're going to be attempting to do definitely more than two games in a day and sometimes three games in a day, including the flying between, so that means getting out and playing actively and then getting in a tin can for two or three hours to fly to the next place get out go racing down to the to the place to play and then get out and play actively yeah. again and, and that's a that's a difficult part I don't know if you've ever done where you've been real active and then sat very tight yeah. for a little while and your muscles don't like you too much when you <laughs> do it so it's it, it a physical challenge in that respect
3: I think Toby also that the yeah the, uh, the playing the, the games is not going to be tiring at all I mean 30, 30 minutes and we're we're not going to be out there you know trying to set any records of, of gameplay or anything. It's really about playing with different types of people. I think we're going to be playing with disadvantaged youth, special Olympics, professionals, mayors, even some governors along the way. Um, and I think when we take off May 1st, it's going to be very exciting. And and I think... Uh, I think Shannon and I will uh, uh, be anxious to get home by the time we get to, to our last days here.
0: So have you kind of already sort of planned this out? I mean, like, where are you going to fly to and from, and where are you going to actually play the games? Cause, and where do you play the games? Is it, like, in the airfield, or do you have to travel a bit after landing?
3: The first thing we did, I I, I have this idea, I saw this uh, this guy called James Lawrence here in the States. He's known as the Iron Cowboy. He did, fifth, he went all 50 states. He did 50 Ironman Man triathlons in 50 days in 50 states. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's an inspirational story to watch the documentary. So um with this plane we have, I I, I ran into Shannon playing some pickleball. He's a great pilot. Um and I said I kind of want to do this so there's a sequence of events here one find a, find a, pi- a, a partner to do it with so boom check, check that box find some sponsors the first sponsor we reached out to was Selkirk they're big here in the United States and all over the, the, the world actually with their pickleball paddles and gears and, and, and all the all of that uh, they're a great ambassador for the sport they said we're in so that we got some backing there then the next step is to lay out the route uh, My my first question was do they play Pick a ball in uh, Bismarck, North Dakota, because I didn't even know if they they do, and that that fear was was put away really quick. Pickleball is being played everywhere. So we laid out the route uh, rather than find venues because you could find a venue in Miami, Florida, which, if you know anything about the United States, is way south and, and you're wasting a lot of airtime to get to it. So we laid out a route around the interior of the United States, but we, we touched every 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 state. And then I've been working over the last month and a half. Two months to call the visitors bureaus and other people and connections that we know in each of these states and say we're coming to your city. Uh, here's here's what we're all about. Find us a venue. Find us people to play. It, uh, we need ground transportation back and forth. And some some states we're going to need hotels where we're staying overnight. And uh, every city, not not sixty percent or so, every city thinks this is the best thing that ever happened to them. So we're we're anxious to get this thing
0: started. Yeah, and how come you're not doing? All 50 states. Are a couple in particular just a bit too far to go?
3: Well, Shanna could talk about that because he flies all
0: over the world.
2: So, yeah, I've definitely flown planes myself to our very distant um, uh, uh, home states of Alaska and Hawaii. Um, but those who up in this kind of little airplane that we're flying, it is not practical at all to fly. In fact, uh, there's only one way I know that we could make it. And the two of us probably couldn't be in the airplane to make it happen. So (laughs) it's just a, it's a practical reality. And we wanted to be doing this entirely on our own. So we really didn't want to involve commercial air transportation. That's not part of it. It's not part of the adventure. You know, it's us doing it. And that I think is kind of the reason why we did it. You know, who knows in the future, maybe we include Canada, Mexico and the Caribbean because we can get to those in this airplane.
0: Maybe Alaska could be easier than Hawaii because you could refuel somewhere in Canada, couldn't you?
2: We could, but that's just going to add so much time. Again, we're (laughs) trying to get a record, trying to compress it down and that would take us just thousands of miles out of the way. Um, we're really trying to get where we plan the route so that you know some of our state visits are literally uh, 100 to 200 miles away from our next state visit. So it keeps it really tight, um, again, because we're, we're trying to get ourselves a record here too.
0: And you mentioned earlier that hopefully the pickleball matches aren't going to end up in you being tired because that's not the whole aim of it. And I guess that's quite an important point because being tired and flying a plane generally isn't a good idea. Well, that's why
2: there's two of us. Number <laughs> yeah. one, and, uh, we, w- we will be adhering to general um, safety rules because um, as my profession, I'm a pilot as a profession. Yeah. So um, I-, I do realize that. But that's why there's two of us that allows us to be able to switch off um, and allows us to actually get some rest while we're flying. Um, and again, when you look at the duty day, if you will, of us actually doing the flying portion, that's well within accepted norms for us to be able to play a game, fly and play a game. Just that what we're trying to do is to limit our ground time and our distances, which makes this possible. And that means it goes back to the venues that he was talking about. So in the venue side, you know, yes, yeah, sometimes we're playing at the airport, believe it or not. I don't know. At one stop, we're going to be taping out a court on the actual airplane ramp. Um, wow. at the Aircraft Owners House Association in, uh, in Maryland. But in other places, yeah, we will have to get into a car. and then drive into town a little bit because that's part of the sponsorship, etc. We're going to be playing at some well-known pickleball venue, <laughs> and then we'll have to drop back to the airport, and that's just below some of that duty day time, so we're trying to keep all that to the to the lowest possible and the distance as the lowest possible.
3: In some stops where we're not staying overnight, Toby, we'll be on the ground probably uh, three hours at, at the most. Yeah. The, the stop in Maryland that um, Shannon's referring to, we'll probably be on the ground there two hours. We're going to land, we're going to literally they will fall out of the airplane there'll be a taped out court there with a portable net We'll play there, uh, depending on if we need to refuel or not. We'll, we'll be back in the air probably in less than two hours.
0: Do you anticipate any kind of delays that could happen either because of airspace or just for any other reason? I mean, have you factored that in?
3: Well, we anticipate th- that along the route uh, over this this adventure, there'll be some maybe weather delays. Yeah. Uh, we did not anticipate airspace delays, although our president lives in uh, Delaware and he's seems to go there every weekend and uh, we should be on an IFR, an instrument flight plan. So hopefully we're not getting shut out of, of Del- Delaware, but you, you never know what comes up along the route. You know, bad weather could shut us down for a day. Now what we, what we factored in uh, to answer your question about anticipation, what we factored in is every week or, you know, it's going to be maybe a three week adventure. We'll have a spacer day, you know, in case there's bad weather, we'll use that day to kind of catch up a Along the route, if there's not bad weather, we'll 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 just uh, relax that day and get caught up on other
2: things. That's La- nice. We'll get caught up on laundry because we will smell.
0: Yeah, yes, laundry. So if it does turn out that there's no problems and you can relax on these spacer days, is it going to be quite annoying because that could have been a day that you could have been progressing and made this an even better record attempt? I
2: mean, no. it is. It is. the The problem is is logistics. This is a big logistics problem that that Dean is dealing with here. And and the reason we really have the space for days is because the hard part is if we get messed up in the beginning and then it pushes all the date, that's a problem. So we want it because it, we're time critical on the ground. It was better to go ahead and plan the, the extra block so that when we do get on the ground, we know that it's going to be there and those people know we're coming and it plans for the people to play because per the Guinness folks, you know, I have to track this all with a GPS. I have to keep it as downloadable data. And then I also have every person we play, we have to have a picture with them, we have to have video with them, and we have to have them sign with the final score of each game. So we got to get it done. We got to have people there to do it. We can't expect to land in the city and put one of these together at the last minute.
0: How do you think, for both of you, your experience as pilots over the years has prepared you for this?
2: For me, the the piloting part is is kind of the kind of the easy part. I'm <laughs> a I'm a twenty two thousand hour pilot, um, and again, I fly for so for me, it, it's an adventure because I still very much enjoy flying, which you know. You've talk to some aviators who do it as a living. They're not quite so happy doing it anymore. Um I still love it. I enjoy flying small airplanes. And so it's good for me to go back and fly these small airplanes uh, because I enjoy seeing the us or any country for that matter, from three thousand feet, it looks different than from thirty thousand feet, and it definitely looks different than walking on it. Yeah. Um, and in the us, especially, it's such a wide variety. So, I, it really inspires me to go out and, and to do this. So from my perspective, the uh, the experience that I have, I believe has set me up so that uh, we'll be as safe as we can possibly be. And I uh, just want to be there as, as a backup because really this is, this is Dean's real idea here. This is, thing and I get lucky enough to tag along as as kind of the the safety guy to make sure that we we get that flying part done.
0: As a passenger on a plane, I probably share this view with most passengers, there's a thrill of flying, isn't there? Does that thrill ever go away as a pilot? Well, for for me
2: it doesn't. Um, (laughs) I will say that there are some people in the aviation industry that after they've been flying for 10, 15 years, they're kind of like, yay, it's flying. Um, (laughs) But I'm still actually very I fly a lot, and I fly a lot when I'm not working because I enjoy it. Um, I also do flight instruction because I enjoy it. And one of the pleasures that I get out is to see pilots like Dean, who might not have gone on a long cross-country adventure across all of the United States, that makes me excited to see what his impressions are as we fly around the country. I really enjoy seeing people experience Experience this kind of flying um, on the long stuff. So Dean's been flying a long time since he was 17 years old. He's been flying. Um, but I don't think he's done 80 hours in this small of a block before. So I'm interested to see how it goes for him. Yeah. I don't
3: think anyone's done 80 hours. I've, I've been, you know, it's it, so I have about a tenth of the hours that Shannon has. So I call <laughs> him the real pilot. Well, we're both, you know, we're both instrument rated. And, you know, I've been on long cross countries across the United States over the mountain, Denver and, and Los Angeles and whatnot. And when I I kind On one hand, the number of times I've done that—you know, five, five times. You know, I've I've used to live in Chicago and and been on these long trips. I've done a lot of flying up and down the East Coast here in the last couple of years. But still, every this is a big adventure for me, and yes, it is for Shannon. Even though he's he's been all around the world, so it's going to be a a big adventure. We're we're planning it out, but we just chop it into little pieces. Our longest leg is going to be five hours. That's really not that long. Most of the legs are going to average two to three hours, if if that. Those are very manageable things you know so once we turn that key and get those get that engine started i think that's the as shannon said earlier that's the easy part you know uh, and we'll just have to manage weather and stuff like that the planning is is really taking its toll right now you said will we we get tired and and shannon and i kind of joke about this (laughs) the only thing we're going to be tired about is each other (laughs) in an airplane
0: yeah
2: i don't know if you've been in some of these small airplanes but see my shoulder he'll be sitting touching my shoulder for about 80 hours <laughs> so that uh, it's even worse than than two-handed sailing across the uh, across the ocean because we are very close together.
0: Yeah. And you two are professional pilots so this probably doesn't scare you as much as the average person. But it's a small plane like a Cessna 206 Quite turbulent, especially
2: when we go out towards the western part of the country. The answer is yes. (laughs) Uh, There will definitely be bumpy days because we're going to be forced to fly in the afternoon time, and the afternoon time around the mountains, especially, is not usually real pleasant in the summer. Mm. So, yes, we're going to be bouncing around inside of there, and things that a lot of passengers will very much dislike. (laughs) But uh, since we're used to it, and you know, we also can hold on to those controls in the front, Uh, we'll be we'll be fine, and we're not going to push the limits of the aircraft because again, we built in uh, some time in case that happens.
0: Because you don't have any passengers to risk discomforting, can you speed up the process a bit? You know, maybe do a bit of a bumpy landing because nobody's going to complain about it. You can just get in and out as quick as possible.
2: Well, I don't know about Dean, but a lot of people say all my landings are bumpy. No, <laughs> um, I, I think that uh, we're not going to be able that we really won't be pushing any different than it is. What will happen is that if I have passengers, I might have elected to probably not go or not go there or fly a different altitude, whereas, we're getting yeah. more focused on the most efficient time to get there. That's a little bit of a different focus. So we're still, you know, going to be doing everything safe and well within safety margins. But our our general drive is of efficiency as opposed to comfort of passengers. Yeah.
0: So it starts on the first of May and twenty sixth of May. You predict you're going to finish, right? I mean, is that a kind of thing that's set in stone and you maybe have to finish that day because you've booked stuff?
3: Well, it's not. Uh it's logistics. It's going to be a problem if we have to, uh, if the first week goes by, well, there's no weather. Boom. We'll be out in Scottsdale, Arizona for two days, uh, taking a day off. If there is weather along that route in that first week, then we we won't be sitting around at a pool uh, on the seventh day in Scottsdale. We'll have to use that to, to start our other leg. Um, but if if we do encounter weather and we do have to tell the folks downstream of us, hey, you're, we're not going to be there on Tuesday at five o'clock. It's going to be Wednesday at five o'clock. You know, they've got to do a lot of scrambling on the ground. So we're very reliant and thankful for the I call them our city and or venue ambassadors. Um, they they could be the venue owner, you know, a pickleball club owner, the park district commissioner who's letting us use their park district and getting the media out there and all that stuff. We have to alert them that uh, there may be a delay or or a switch in the time. I'd rather be on my end than on their end, because they've got to to scramble. They've got to, you know, change court reservations and talk to the media and and, and juggle a lot of things. So so we'll see how it goes. You know, on, on paper, it's Everything is perfect, but uh, half like right the of this adventure is, is dealing with uh, the unknown. So we'll just have to figure it out as we go along.
0: And if it goes well, do you think you'll do it again some other time and try and beat your record? We'd have to see how this first one
2: ends, right? <laughs> we talk to each other when this is over. If we do, then who knows? Because <laughs> then we could add on Alaska and Hawaii. Is oh, yeah. Atlanta. Sounds good.
3: Yeah, and for me, I mean, having the Guinness uh, endorsement, uh, it gives some credibility to the event. But if we get a Guinness record or or not, uh, we personally, I just want to showcase all the people that play. I think Shannon's the same way, too. Just showcase all the different places that pickleball has played, even at an airport tarmac, um, <laughs> country clubs, professionals general uh uh, pickleball places uh in gymnasiums and and community centers all over and the and the different people that play pickleball and that that's that's what's in it for me
0: well where are we able to support you both and your campaign and keep up to date with the progress
3: yeah so you could follow along we've got a pretty robust website with uh, we just shot a, a video with some uh, pickleball throws out in Daytona that's that's on there as well our website is mucho m-u-c-h-o dash or hyphen dean which is my name d-e-a-n dash aero a-e-r-o like aeronautical mucho Dash Dean dash arrow dot com. And on that website, there'll be a tab. It says the Pickleball Challenge. It's got all of our routing. There's even a button at the bottom. It says, where in the world is Mucho Dinero? You could click that button and it goes to our airspace website. And you could kind of see where we are, where we've been. Uh, there's also a news media or uh, a content tab on there, media content, where you could follow articles like and, and, and podcasts like this. We're going to post this on there as well. So that's where people can kind of follow along. We hope to do a daily blog. Uh, just a, a brief one because we're not going to have much time as as we travel we'll we could fill in some more details later but we'll we'll have a daily blog that will be on that website as well and along each of our stops we'll have local media to cover the event you know not only the, the world record attempt right that shannon and i are doing but to showcase the, the the pickleball community in in all 48 states
0: well many thanks to both of you for coming on today and good luck well thank you toby thank you So soft sound, soft sound The Tobey Gribbon Show